Welcome back to The John Morris Show, a podcast for freelancers, web developers, and online business owners navigating the chaotic world of technology and online business. If you're new to the show, be sure to visit johnmorrisshow.com to subscribe on iTunes, Android, and TuneIn, and find past episodes of the show. And last but not least, as a podcast listener, you can get free access to my entire curriculum of freelancing and web development courses with the exclusive two-month free trial of Skillshare that I can give you. All the details on how to get that are at johnmorrisonline.com slash Skillshare. Again, that's johnmorrisonline.com slash Skillshare. Now, let's get to the show. The John Morris Show. Hey there, John Morris here, johnmorrisonline.com. Welcome back to another episode of the show. This one, I'm going to be talking about storytelling and its role in creating content. Maybe something that you've heard people say you need to tell stories. I know I've said it. And so I'm going to be talking about its important role, its crucial role in the content you create, how it's going to help your content be more entertaining, but also the critical role that it helps in, in plays in helping you sell your services and persuade people to hire you and, and why it's, again, whether you like storytelling, whether you think you're good at it or not, why it absolutely has to be in your content. Now, before I get into that, the question of the day, what is it that you you struggle with most when it comes to storytelling? I, I know for me, I've never thought of myself as a very great storyteller, and it probably for the longest time, the biggest thing that I struggled with was just sort of opening up and being vulnerable with people and actually telling them. I always wanted to tell positive stories about myself because I thought that's what I was supposed to do in order to sell myself. And what I've realized over the years is that the more I tell the actual story and the things that I've been through and so forth, um, the more people are able to relate to me, the more they understand where I'm coming from, um, and the more that my content content has allowed me to connect, really connect with people just by being, to use a buzzword, but really being authentic with people. So again, that's been my biggest struggle. What's your biggest struggle when it comes to storytelling uh, in your content? Again, if you're watching on YouTube or Facebook or IGTV, just leave a comment in, in the comments. If you're on the podcast, you can shoot me an email at podcast at johnmorrisonline.com. I'd love to hear from you. Also on that note, make sure to subscribe if you haven't yet so that you can get access to all future episodes, get notified. Uh, be sure to hit turn on notifications as well so you actually get notified of any new content that I put out. So with that said, let's dive into today's lesson. So I want to talk about storytelling when it comes to your content, because this may be something that you've heard when you've done any sort of research on how to create content. It's something that I talk about from time to time. And again, if you're like me, it's not something that immediately makes sense. Like, why does this matter? You may even consume content. And as you're consuming it, think to yourself, oh my gosh, can we get to the actual content, get past the story and so forth. And so it can be easy to fall into this trap of thinking that it's not important. And so I want to to highlight the role that storytelling plays in your content and why it absolutely is necessary. And the the whole idea goes back to a phrase you may have heard people say where they talk about creating context with your content. What that actually means is it's creating context about you as the content creator. And the reason that's important is because, especially in this day and age with social media and the way the internet is, whenever someone 
ultimately lands on a page where they're going to buy something from you or hire you for a project, the very first question, actually in, in my course uh, at contenttoclients.com, this is one of the things I talk about in the services sales page. When you're creating your services sales page, the very first thing that you have to answer is this question. And that question is, who are you? They're going to, anybody who lands on that page is going to want to know who you are. Now, if you've done the stuff that I talk about and in terms of creating content, how I've harped on that, and you've created context like I'm talking about here, they're going to have all that before they land on the sales page. But assuming they're not, that's going to be the very first question that they ask is, who are you? They're going to want to know about you because there's so many service providers out there now. There's so many people, whatever it is that you do as a freelancer, there's probably a hundred other people that do the exact same thing that can probably provide similar quality. And so there's just not, it's, it's becoming more and more, everything's becoming more and more of a commodity because we're all doing this. So it gets really difficult to differentiate yourself. Not that you shouldn't try, not that I don't show you things to, to help you do that uh, in, in my teaching, but again, it, it gets harder and harder as the days go by. And so one of the ways that you differentiate yourself is by providing co more context about you than your competitors. And so you do that through content and the way you do that through content is through storytelling. So the big point here is that storytelling is really not for the viewer or the listener. That's really not who it's for. It's for you, the content creator. Now, there is a part of that, that, that that's a little bit of a caveat in the sense that when consuming content, people are naturally entertained by stories. You really don't have to look too far to see that. If you just kind of look around at the world, movies, fiction books, a lot of YouTube channels and podcasts and a lot of the content that gets created and that we consume are ultimately just stories. So we find stories naturally entertaining. But it's specifically in the context of you as a service provider, you as a content creator, the reason stories are important is because stories are how people find out about you. They're how they get that context. That When people talk about building a relationship with your audience or building a relationship with your clients, etc., stories is how you do that. And if you just think about your actual face-to-face -face interactions that you have with people, and you, and you really analyze what's happening, what tends to happen most often in those interactions is two people sitting there telling each other stories about one another. Now, for a long time, I used to say, I don't know why stories are entertaining, but actually I've done a lot of thinking about it and, and researching on it and so forth. And the more you think about it, the more it makes sense. And I think it's important to understand the why, because it helps you to do a better job of it. And it, for me, it helped kind of flip a switch. So why are stories naturally entertaining to people? Well, it all goes back to this root of we as human beings are social animals. Now, why are we social animals? Well, because that's a part of how we survive the way that we have is our ability to operate within social groups. And I, I remember watching this documentary once and they were talking about the difference between uh, the Neanderthals and Homo sapiens. And Neanderthals, they believe, had bigger brains and were probably smarter than Homo sapiens. They were also much bigger, had thicker bones, more muscular, they were stronger, etc. But 
one of the things that separated Homo sapiens from Neanderthals is Homo, Homo sapiens, the way that their throat and their tongue was shaped, they were capable of more sounds than Neanderthals were. And so their language was able to be more complex, or our language was able to be more complex, which allowed them to form larger social groups. So whereas, and again, I'm going off memory here, but where Neanderthals would roam and roam around in tribes of 20 to 30, you might find Homo sapiens in, in tribes of 100 to 150. Well, it doesn't matter how much stronger you are, maybe how much smarter you are. If you're that outnumbered on a day-to-day -day basis, if you're a pack of 20 and you run into a pack of 100 or 150, you're just going to lose. And so a big part of why Homo sapiens, why we developed and survived in Neanderthals really didn't is our ability to communicate, our ability to, to be more social. So being social and being a social animal and interested in uh, the social aspect or interested in relationships is a survival instinct. So that's why we're so interested in it. And so when you start to think about that in the context of content creation and storytelling, what you realize is that the people consuming your content they're interested in the content. They come for the content, but they stay for the relationship. They stay because of you, because you reveal who you are bit by bit by bit with every piece of content that you create. And it's in our best interest. It's a biological drive for us to surround ourselves with people who have a higher social status, who are good for our social circle. So the reason people are naturally entertained by stories, especially about individuals within their social circle or, or that they're, they're trying to get to know and, and make a decision about, is because that's, it's a biolog bi biological drive. That's how we get to know people and decide whether or not there's someone we want to keep in our social circle. And one of the real clear ways that you can see this is if you look at people who you don't like or you don't that you don't want them in your social circle those people if if they go to tell you a story it doesn't matter how entertaining that story is you don't want to hear it you don't care about their story because you're not interested in them you've already pushed them out you've already made your decision so you just you, you you're 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 over their stories you don't want to hear them anymore so again that's a really clear sign if you think about people you really don't like you just you don't even want to hear them talk Right? You don't even want to hear him say anything. So, again, going back all the way back to the beginning, content is your opportunity to do that. Okay, When you write a blog post, when you create a video, when you record a, a podcast, it's crucial that you inject stories about you and who you are and allow people to get to know you and build that relationship bit by bit as you're creating the content. So it's not enough just to create content and educate people and give them good value and so forth. You have to also build the relationship through storytelling. So again, that's that's one of the important things that that I wanted to highlight. It's also, of course, one of the things that I talk about and teach inside of my new course, Turn Content Into Clients. So if it's something that you wanna dive further into and really learn how to make valuable content, in particular, the big three of creating valuable content, storytelling is one of them, but there's two other very important things that you have to do as well. So if you wanna learn that and how to build out your funnel and just 
create the entire process for turning content into clients, creating content that makes people want to hire you, then definitely check out that course, content2clients.com. That's content, the number two, and clients.com. All right, so that's the that's the episode for today. If you liked the episode, I'd appreciate it if you'd hit the like button. If you haven't subscribed, be sure to do that, and we'll talk to you next time.